Hi there. My name is Kevin Jackson II, proudly named in honor of the late great Kevin Jackson Sr. You can also call me Kevy, and I also go by Kevy the Dreamer. This is Cultivation with Kevy. I'm going to try to get through this as smoothly as possible. Bear with me because I have OCD horribly, and it's very hard for me to listen to myself or record myself. But this isn't about me. This is about helping other people. What is Cultivation with Kevy? Cultivation with Kevy. Let's break down the term cultivation. To cultivate means to try to acquire or develop a quality, sentiment, or skill. To foster the growth of. To improve by labor, care, or study. To refine. Or to further or to encourage. So what does that mean? This is a safe space where you can grow, where you can feel safe to be all that you want to be. A place for you to believe in yourself, a place for you to be vulnerable, a place for you to be okay. It's okay to not be perfect. There's only one perfect being in this world, and that's the Lord, our Creator. Unfortunately, none of us are perfect. We never will be. But the good thing is we don't have to be. God doesn't require that of us. And that is something that I struggle with very, very, very intently. And that's something that I am working through. Um in my personal life and through this endeavor. So I was encouraged to create Cultivation with Kevy because there was one night that I couldn't sleep. I was lying in my bed. It was probably about one in the morning. And my belief is that whenever you can't sleep, God is trying to tell you something. So after probably... I don't know how long it was, but just trying to get some sleep, I finally relented and I said, God, if there's something that you have to tell me, I'm all ears. So I kept hearing the word podcast, podcast, podcast. And I'll be the first to admit that I don't know the first thing about a podcast. I've never listened to a podcast. I've heard of them, of course, but I never really knew what they were or much about them. So for God to tell me to create a podcast was a little wild. But when God tells you to do something, that's what he intends for you to do. You have to obey. If you believe you do. So I tossed and turned. I dabbled with the idea of podcast. What does that mean? What, what does that... What do I do with that? What am I supposed to do? And... Here we are, Cultivation with Kevy. I wanted to come up with a name that basically encompassed my journey of growth, of loving myself, of becoming all that I want to be and being okay with who I am at this point, not expecting perfection out of myself, being easy on myself, letting go. 
again, I thought that I would share that with other people. I have some stories that I'm going to share with you. So I really just want to thank you for being here. I really appreciate you giving me your time. I really appreciate you just listening. This is not something that's easy for me to do, but I do believe that this is something that I've been called to do. I'm going to share a story about myself and my story. I go by the name of Kevy the Dreamer. And Kevy the Dreamer to me encompasses, it's inspired by the story of Joseph the Dreamer. And it probably sounds like I'm preaching to everybody. And if you're not a believer, that's perfectly fine. I'm not here to force anybody to believe what I believe, but I definitely know that I would not be here without God. And I plan on sharing many stories and many testimonies about how far he's brought me and how grateful I am to be here and how it might be able to help you as well. So Joseph the dreamer, Joseph was the son of, he had, I want to say 11 or 12 brothers. And forgive me for not having the story exactly straight. I'm not a preacher, but I do want to share the message. So Joseph was somebody that had vivid dreams. He had very, very vivid, detailed dreams that he knew were just not normal dreams that were messages. And he would constantly tell his father about them. And this excited his father. It actually gave him favor with his father, and this made his other brothers jealous. So, Joseph, one day, was doing some, some form of a chore, his errands or something that, you know, um, he was supposed to do in his daily upkeep, upkeep and his duties, and his brothers concocted a scheme to murder him because they were so jealous of him. His dad, their dad, was so fond of Joseph that it was obvious that he probably upheld Joseph more than them. And in normal human nature, they got jealous and were upset. So they decided to do something about it. Joseph did have one ally on his side and the message that I get from this is that no matter where you are in your life, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how hard it is, you always have at least one ally. You always have at least one person who's there with you. It may not seem like it. It may seem like your back is up against the wall. It may seem like everybody and all odds are stacked against you. But there is somebody that God has placed there to be in your corner to help you through. So one of God's, excuse me, one of Joseph's brothers said, well, wh why don't we just make it look like we killed him? We don't have to actually kill him. So they staged a murder scene. They made it look like they killed Joseph. And one of the brothers went back and told the father. And this really upset the father. And I'm not going to share any more intricate details because I don't want to butcher the story. I don't want to do an injustice to the Bible. But I just want the message to be clear that Joseph endured his brothers plotting to murder him. He was thrown in a lion's pit. He was 
plotted against by a man's wife who actually a, a king's wife who wanted to sleep with him but he refused because he was she was a married woman and the king believed the wife and was upset and threw him in prison and he overcame all of this because he said that no matter what he went through he would never lose his faith in God he would never he would never cry out to God in vain he would never be upset with whatever the circumstances are that have happened in his life and to me that was so powerful that was so inspiring that it encouraged my stage name Kevy the dreamer because I want to have faith in God the way that Joseph had faith in God I want to have a relationship so strong with the Lord that no matter what I go through and child <laughs> believe me I haven't been through some things in this life but no matter what I go through I know that God is there with me and I know that I'm gonna make it through and thus you have Kevy the dreamer I'm gonna share another story a deeply personal story that I've chosen to share in my life that not a lot of people know people assume but I've learned that you can't assume anything about anybody it's better to hear the truth or the actual story from that person because everything is not what it seems there's a quote and I don't want to butcher it that's a running theme for me that I can never exactly get a story straight because sometimes my mind works against me but there's a quote that basically says believe none of what you none of what you hear and only half of what you see and that is so true so the reason I'm going to share this story and the reason that I do what I do in my life is because I believe that it has a deeper purpose I believe that it's bigger than me I believe that somebody out there can benefit from it I believe that everything that we go through in life there's a reason for it I believe that no matter what road you take or no matter what it is that you're up against there's a reason and there's a purpose for it and I believe that nothing that we go through personally is just for ourselves I believe that we are here on this earth to support and love each other and to help everybody as one make it back home to heaven so I'm gonna share my story and may it set me free this is the first time I'm ever doing it publicly but again my life is greater than me it's not just about me and it's not just about my peace it's about I don't want to say that wrong because peace is very important to me there's actually nothing more important in my life than peace but life is also about encouraging and inspiring other people I believe that we all can make it so growing up as a young man in the middle of nowhere Ohio a very conservative town where everybody knows everybody and everybody knows everybody's business there are literally no secrets I grew up as a gay young black man and being a black man and being gay 
is almost like a paradox. It's almost so opposite. You're not allowed to be black. You're not allowed to be black and be a lot of things in America, but especially a black man who's supposed to be strong, who's supposed to have no emotions, and gay. But I'm sharing this story because I've heard too many crazy stories on the news all over the internet about young boys. I'm talking children that can't be any more than age 6, age 8, age 10, who are committing suicide because they don't want to be who they are, because they're ashamed of who they are. You know, we live in such a crazy world that even before you really know who you are, somebody knows that you're different. And some type of people, some types of people attack that because it's a threat to them, because it's different or foreign to them, and they're afraid of it. But I just think it's absolutely crazy that a six-year-old boy, first of all, even knows enough to know that he doesn't want to be here anymore. It breaks my heart. So I share this story not for me, because I always said that I would never come out to the world. I always said that my life was nobody's business. And it's not anybody's business. My personal life, your personal life, everybody's personal life is their personal business. It only affects them and the people that are a part of their personal life. You don't have to give this grand cry to the world about who you are because those people don't matter. But I say what I'm saying today because I believe that it can save a life. To any young man out there, to any young boy who's not even yet a man, who is ashamed of who they are, who knows that they're different, who knows that they didn't choose who they are, they didn't ask to be here, they were simply born, and they're different, and it hurts because they're different, it hurts because they're walking through school. And people laugh at them, people make fun of them because they're not like everybody else because they stand out in a crowd. Here's what I say to you. You were born to stand out. You're not meant to be like anybody else. You have such a special and unique purpose that God chose you to fulfill a destiny that only you can fulfill. You're here for a reason and you matter. There's a reason why you were born. There's a reason why you're here today, still breathing. And I know how hard it is. I know how hard it gets. I've been there, and I'm going to talk about it. But it's okay. It's okay to not love who you are, as long as you promise to one day try to get to a place where you do love who you are, because you deserve to love who you are. 
because you deserve to walk in the light of who you are to walk in God's light his rays of light shining upon you and the purpose that he's given you I was a young boy and the earliest story that I remember being told about my childhood and I've blocked a lot of it out I've blocked a lot of it out for protection I think that that's a coping mechanism that a lot of us go through and that when we go through trauma we we choose not to remember we try to block out uncomfortable things that were painful so that our mind doesn't have to go through that again I know that that's a psych psychological thing that a psychologist could definitely describe better but I know enough about the psyche to know that there are trauma responses that the human body that we go through for our protection and I think that God protects us from things as well because once your past is over it doesn't it's not useful to you anymore so many of us hold on to our past and why let it go don't beat yourself up over mistakes that you made don't beat yourself up over things that you could have done differently or what you should have done because everything that's happened has made you exactly who you are in this moment and you're supposed to be here you're supposed to be who you are God orchestrated you with a purpose you were purposefully and wonderfully created but the earliest memory that I have of my life is having a series of nightmares about somebody in my life and I'm not gonna name this person because I don't want to publicly talk about anybody but it is my story and I have the right to share it but what I'll say is I have an early memory I don't have a memory I have a I have a, a story that was told to me that I was innocently sleeping on my grandmother's couch and somebody came in late at night in a drunken stupor and said look at that little faggot sleeping there on the couch four years old you know early very early in life my response was to go inside of my shell like a turtle and just hide there I didn't want to be seen I didn't want to be noticed I didn't want to be known I purposefully did not allow myself to have relationships with people in high school I didn't allow myself to have friends and the friends that I did have I lost because I alienated myself from them to protect myself because I couldn't handle being different I couldn't handle being just even if it was just one person pointing me out for being different I couldn't hit excuse me I couldn't handle that it was too painful at the time and I have plenty of stories like that but I just want to say that to say that you know children and specifically I'm talking to my young men out there who I have a very soft spot for especially my young gay men who are afraid I say this to say that we go through the things that we go through that seem 
so painful and are painful. You know, they're, they're very traumatizing and awful things that we have to go through. But we go through them for our greater good. They help us to build strength. And if you're in a place in your life right now where you can't see that, I assure you one day you will. There was a time in my life when I didn't want to look up. I would walk with my head down. I didn't acknowledge anybody passing me in the hallways. I didn't want to be noticed at all. I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want anybody to pay attention to me or, or speak to me. I, I just didn't want any attention because it was that painful of a thing to go through. Just the shame and the ridicule of being different that I had no control over. You know, there's a lot of people out there and there's a lot of people that won't like what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that feel that being gay is the ultimate sin and that it's wrong. But I can tell you about my life and I can tell you my story. I can't tell you about anybody else, but I can tell you for myself that I didn't ask to be who I am. I was simply born. I was simply created. And I believe in my heart that God created me as I am for a purpose. And I know, I don't have to say that I believe, I know this. I know that God loves me no matter what. I know that God loves me because I walk with him, because I speak with him, because I talk with him every moment of the day. Even in the midst of what I'm going through right now, even as I'm speaking right now, and people don't know the depression and the debilitation that I've been through. I actually live in LA right now. I'm a travel nurse and I have been so depressed that I haven't even gotten out of my bed on some days. There's days that I haven't even drove, haven't even drove my car. It sits in the garage all day and I live in LA, one of the biggest cities in the United States where there is a plethora of things to do and people to meet. But I'm so, I don't even know the word. But I say all of that to say that whatever you're going through right now, that there's a reason for it. There is a purpose behind your pain. And sometimes it's hard for me I feel like I can ramble sometimes and I apologize. I don't have an outline. I'm just speaking from the heart of what I'm saying today. I had an outline in my mind of what all I wanted to talk about. So sometimes I have to pause to catch my train of thought. But the main thing that I wanted to be, the, the main message that I wanted to convey and the whole purpose of this episode, the, the name of this episode, of my premiere episode of this podcast is Fruition. So what is fruition? When things come into fruition, it's things coming to life. Your dreams, your aspirations, your visions, your desires coming to life. And if there's anything that I can tell you in this life, is that if you believe in something 
strongly enough, eventually it's going to happen. Eventually it's going to happen. I take the trauma of growing up as a gay male, a gay black male, and I used it to become fearless in a sense that if I can overcome the trauma of not wanting to literally be here, not wanting to be alive, not wanting to live life because I was so different and I hated myself. I wanted to be anybody else out there. I mean, you name it, I could name you a handful of names of guys that I grew up with in high school. And I wanted to be them. I didn't want to be me. Because I hated myself. I hated who I was. I hated everything about myself. I was so awkward. I was so different. I was so... I just didn't feel worthy. So if I can overcome that, anything is possible. I also want to talk about something else that was very traumatic in my life that changed my life. My life has never been the same since this happened. My father passed away when I was 28 years old. And yeah, people lose parents every day. I'm not saying that I'm special. But the way that it happened, the way that it was orchestrated was just absolutely insane. And I just know that God had his hand on me because I'm still here. My parents had been together for 30 plus years, married almost 30 years, whenever they split up. And, you know, I used to honestly not really think about it. But when it happened to me, I realized that so many people that I knew and grew up with, that their parents weren't still together. That divorce or broken relationships was such a common thing. So when it happened to me, it was very traumatic. And I really understood how it could have an effect on a young child. And it was happening to me in my late 20s. And I think that it was harder for me because I understood everything that was happening versus a child who doesn't necessarily know what all is going on. I understood everything. I was right in the middle of it all. And to make a long story short, I was living in LA at the time. It was my first, not my first, but it was one of my first travel assignments away from home in Ohio. And... I was living in L.A. I took a lease for a year. And it's funny because, again, when I talk about myself and my story that I just highlighted on, I still don't feel like I've said everything that I want to say, which is a common theme for me. I feel like there's just so many thoughts in my head. So I apologize. I really don't want to ramble and, um, you know, get off track or, you know, sound like I'm not making sense or anything. But, um... For me to have lived in LA for a year and to have the experiences that I had, people that know me, 
people that, even without me telling them that I was gay in high school, you know, people know. So for them to see me in LA, I think would, would have been funny to get some of their reactions because I can remember a time when I was afraid of my own shadow. Like I said, I hid inside of my shell like a turtle. I didn't want any human interaction. I didn't want any, I didn't want to be noticed. So I finally realized that there was more to life at one point. I realized that life is short and you can't spend your, your life being afraid of everything. Especially if you start having desires, which I was starting to have. I didn't growing up have desires or dreams. I just was in survival mode. But then when I got through that, when I made it through high school and graduated and realized that life is so much different outside of high school, I started to have aspirations for myself. And when I went to LA, I knew deep down that I had aspirations to be in the entertainment industry. I knew that I had hopes and dreams, but I didn't really speak them aloud. I just kind of was getting my feet wet at the time. I was just tiptoeing in and out of the water a little bit. So I was in LA and I got a phone call from my father. And if anybody knows me, especially when my father was still living, me and my father were not close at all. So for my father to call me, I knew something was wrong. So I answered the phone and he told me that my mother had left him. And my whole world just spiraled out of control from that moment. I was almost to the end of my contract anyway and I had been planning to move back to Ohio. So I moved back to Ohio the end of that month. He called me early December and my contract was, was over two days before Christmas. So I came home and my parents were back together at that point, which is also a shock. And it just was a very crazy time. And for months and months, they went through a very nasty divorce. And they ended up getting divorced two days before my 28th birthday. And then my mother got remarried two months later. And then my dad passed away two weeks later after my mother got remarried. It was the craziest time that I've ever been through in my life. It was just so, it was just so crazy. And all I could do was just, I didn't really allow myself time to really think about anything or, or grieve anything because I knew that my parents needed me at that time. I knew that my father needed me and I knew that my mother, my mother needed me both to get through the, their divorce. It was hard for both of them. And, you know, then my mother gets remarried and that was just completely unexpected. And then two weeks later, my world changes forever. My father passes away and 
it was just so, I just can't even put it into words. But from that moment on, and it's a cliche, but I realize how truly short life is, how truly unpredictable it is. And I think that we all, f I mean, we all hear life is short, you know, we're human. But we don't realize that until it happens to us. And when that moment happened, and it took a little bit of time, it took some grieving and it took some processing and going through the motions of life. It took some shuffling and reorganizing and just getting some stuff together personally and emotionally and physically. But the lesson that I learned was I'm wasting the time that I have. At that point, I was 28 years old. And I knew what I wanted to do. I wasn't living my dream. In fact, I was actually quite miserable. Professionally. So. And I'm not a New Year's resolution person, but I, I'm a person that I'm big on. I'm big on change. Because life is change. You have to adapt. To survive. And I think that I've learned that in my life. And I think that's why I'm in a career now as a travel nurse where you're changing your job frequently because I don't know. I was trying to get deep for a minute and go somewhere with that. But anyway, the new year came and I said, you know what? I'm not playing with my life anymore. I know what I want to do. And I'll speak it out loud to the world to share it with everybody because I'm on a journey to fulfill my dreams. And it's not just about me. It's about to show. It's about showing the world and inspiring and encouraging the world that we can all make it and we can all make it together. We're stronger together than we are apart. The devil tries to divide us and conquer us. But if we stand together in unison, we can achieve anything. So I stand here today and I say that Kevy the Dreamer will one day be a singer, model, actor, writer. I have so many different dreams and so many different goals and aspirations and ideas that I am excited to get started on and to share with the world. But aside from that, because I'm not here to brag or to talk about anything that I want to do professionally with my life, I'm here to say that if you have a dream, that is God, that is God telling you the direction that your life is going to go in. That is God assigning your path. That is God's will. That is God's plan. How it happens is the journey. We don't know how it's going to happen. Only God knows how it's going to happen. And if we have faith on him, faith in him, it will happen. And I can say that. Everything that I've put my mind to in my life so far has happened. I call this fruition because I had the faith to overcome 
trauma in my life, personally and professionally. Being miserable on a job that doesn't fulfill me. Being sometimes verbally, verbally and mentally, emotionally abused, taken advantage of, you know, so many different things that I'm not going to get into, but just not being fulfilled. And if you're not fulfilled in your life, eventually you're going to be miserable. You can only tuck it away and put it on in your back pocket for so long and ignore it. Eventually it's going to rear its head and you're going to be face to face with it and have to deal with it. So dealing with the things that I've put behind me and moving forward to the life that I want, I have turned that into meeting my, some of my absolute favorite people in the world that I've admired on TV. And it's, it's deeper than just seeing them on TV and oh, they're a celebrity, oh, they're a star. It's more than that. That really doesn't matter. It's just the purpose. It's the point of this is somebody that you admire and you set your mind to achieving that goal of meeting them, having a conversation with them, speaking with them and gathering their thoughts. How did they make it to where they're at? What is, you know, what is their secret? What is their, what are some things that they do in their routine to get to where they're at? I had the opportunity to meet a Marie, my very favorite singer in the world. And if you know me, you know that growing up, I was obsessed from the moment that her video was the new joint of the day, her very first single when it first debuted. So that's a moment in my life where getting to connect with her, getting to speak with her, getting to have a moment of her time on a deeper level. Anything is possible. I've met Oprah. And I used to say, I used to always say, one day I'm going to meet Oprah. And I still say this. I still say this to this day, and I'm going to speak it out loud because I've never spoken it out loud until now. But while we're, you know, revealing dreams and aspirations, let's have at it. One day I'll be on Oprah's couch because I have a lot to talk about with her. And in general, I have a story to tell. I have people that I want to encourage and uplift and inspire deeper than just, you know, it's, it's not a celebrity thing. It's not a narcissism thing. It's not, you know, wanting to be seen or wanting to be a star. It's about uplifting and encouraging people. It's about being the light because I've been in the darkness. I'm still trying to crawl out of the darkness right now. You know, if, if, like I said, fighting through depression, living in LA, not getting out of bed some days, life is real. 
I just want to encourage everybody who's going through something to reach out to somebody. Somebody. Anybody. Somebody that you really care about. Somebody that really means a lot to you. I guarantee you, you're more important than you feel like you are. Sometimes we don't feel like we're, we're worthy of anything. Sometimes we don't feel like we matter. Sometimes we don't feel like we, you know, that we're not worth the trouble, that we're just simply existing. But there is more, there's more to it. There's a reason why we're here. There's a reason. There's a purpose to everything. I believe it. So, I'm here to say that if you believe in something, really, really, truly want something in your life. I mean, you can't stop thinking about it. You dream about it. You think about it. It consumes your time. It consumes your days. You think about it all day long. You think about it all night long. Sometimes you can't sleep dreaming about it, thinking about it, wishing for it, yearning for it. It's possible. You can do it. You can get it. It can be yours. It already is yours. All you have to do is align your thoughts and the path will prevail. The path will be led to it. That's how I am where I am today. All the experiences that I've had, all the people that I've met, all the people that I've connected with, all the opportunities that I've had. That's nothing but having faith in God. That's all that is. I'm not, I'm not special. I'm not extraordinary. I'm just a normal, regular human being. I just chose to have super extraordinary faith in God. A God that makes things happen. A God that wants us to be happy, that wants us to live a beautiful, light-filled life. So it's up to us to shine our light, the light that God gives us, the light from within, and be who you are. Be who you are, shine your light, and don't be ashamed of it. Don't be ashamed of who you were created to be, because absolutely who you are, that's who God is, is has, that's, I can't speak. That's who God has intended for you to be. Nobody has ever changed the world by being like everybody else. Be yourself. Because there's only one you. And there only ever will be one you. Nobody can ever do you the way that you do you. They may be able to do the things that you do. But they can't do it how you do it. They don't have that special secret sauce that you possess. So I'm here to say. If I can do it. If I've had the opportunities in the life that I've had. You can do it. Because I've pulled myself out of the depths of despair. The darkness of depression. Not loving myself, not wanting to be here. And here I stand. God is with me. And he's with you too. I haven't even looked at the camera one time this whole recording. I just want to thank everybody 
who has listened to this point. I hope that it has blessed you in some way, that you've gotten something from it. Not everything comes out the way that you want it to. I'm learning that in life on my journey. But everything that was supposed to be said was said exactly how it was supposed to be said. I believe that God is speaking through me right now. And may he use me to bless you. Coming up on this season of Cultivation with Kevy, I have very exciting guests and topics that I want to discuss. And I'd like to hear your thoughts. I'd like to hear if this helped you at all, if this was something beneficial to you, if there's specifically anything that you want to talk about, if there's specifically anything that you want to hear more about or a topic or a discussion or something within my life that I've overcome that I can help you with. I'm here to serve. Again, I just want to thank everybody for their time. I just want to thank everybody for being here. It means the world. Thank you. And I'd like to end this podcast with an affirmation. I will be ending every podcast episode with an, an affirmation that I will speak over myself and my guests who join me will be speaking over themselves with an affirmation as well. My affirmation today is I am worthy. I am worthy of all the things that I dream of, all the things that I desire, all the things that I work hard towards, and all the things that the devil has tried to malign and lie to me about my whole entire life telling me that I'm not good enough. I am good enough, and you are good enough. We are good enough. We are enough. We are worthy. We are good enough, and we are worthy because... God created us. Period. I am worthy. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time on Cultivation with Kevy. God bless you.